0: Bismillah ar الرحمن الرحيم الحمد rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil wal Muhammad wa sallallahu alayhi wa wa my brothers and sisters, today in our uh, we have a, a reader's club uh, which I hope you know about if you don't know then please let me know, I'll send you the details we have a reader's club, we read books and we Meet uh, remotely on Zoom um, once a month, and we talk about the books we have read and so on. Now, um, one of our brothers there asked me a question, which I think is an important question, which was, it's not related to any book that we were reading, but was a general question he asked me, and I want to share the question and uh, my answer. I hope that will be beneficial. He asked me. He said that we are in the process now of uh, we are in the process of the, of uh, the Web 3.0. Um, and for those of for those of you who, who are new to this, Web 1.0 is or 1.0 is in uh, in in simple words, uh, what you would say the two-dimensional picture of the web, which is like. Uh, you know writing emails and um so on maybe maybe sending photographs uh web 2.0 was uh, social media um, youtube uh all the rest of it movies and and stuff and web 3.0 uh will be uh, much more sophisticated and uh, i am reading from uh, the uh, web technologies uh, uh, article of uh, uh, Sean Michael Kerner and Alexander Gillis. Uh, they say that uh, Web 3.0 or Web 3 is the third generation of the evolution of web technologies. Uh, it's still evolving and being defined, uh, and it will make, but broadly, it will make, it will have strong emphasis on decentralized applications and make extensive use of blockchain-based technologies. Uh, Web 3.0 will also make use of machine learning and AI, artificial intelligence, to help empower more intelligent and adaptive applications. Now, interesting situation here is uh, uh, also they want to use semantic technology uh, into the web, which is something that people have been wanting to do for a long time. it says it took 10 years to transition from the original Web, 1, uh, Web 1.0 to Web one to Web 2.0 and it's expected to take just as long if not longer to fully implement and reshape uh, Web 3.0 but uh, this is something that I um, do not agree with and uh, not because of my, te- by, uh, my uh, technical competence but because of my understanding of history which is that these things... Uh, always take um, uh, developments. Always take much a uh, much shorter time than the original inventions. Um, for example, the for the wheel to get invented took God knows how many thousand years. But once the wheel was invented, from the from a simple wheeled cart um, to a motorized version of that uh, took a took a fraction of that time, and uh, and so on, further and further developments uh going into you know what, what we use today and and what seems to be in the future so my guess is that it will not take 10 years uh it will take much, uh, much uh, a much shorter time now um the question that i was asked was one of the things uh is that is happening and thanks to basically blockchain it removes the the middle the middle man or the middle woman from the from the deal so you will own your stuff uh, rather than uh, somebody else owning it. For example, today, if you put something up on social media, Facebook, if you, put, if you put it on Facebook, Facebook owns it and Facebook pays you nothing for it. If you put it up on YouTube, YouTube, YouTube owns it. And uh, in some cases, YouTube will pay you something for it. But you don't own it. So you give up your ownership of that. You make a video, it goes on YouTube. The ownership belongs to YouTube. Now, in uh, web 3.0, this is one of the things that is uh, intended to be addressed where you will own your own thing, which means that monetizing of your content will become much much more easy, and uh, new avenues of revenue um, avenues of revenue this is almost like a poem uh, it uh, they will they will uh, open up now he the question he asked me, for example, was that today he said that uh, there are people who are selling. Bits and pieces of the world—they have developed. They, they have divided up the world into um, into so many parts, and uh, you can actually buy uh, a piece of uh, a piece of earth um, and pay for it. And people are doing that now. Right? They're paying. They're pay, uh, paying. by uh, by cryptocurrency or or whatever way they're paying. Um, the so he asked me, is it halal or haram? Now. I want to share my answer. First and foremost, I told him I'm not a Mufti, so I don't give these fatwas. Um, so, we bring me to the question of what are the Muftis saying and right now they're not saying anything. Uh, they're not even saying anything on, on blockchain and cryptocurrency that the jury is out on that as well. Uh, we still are not sure about that. So, I said the safest thing when we do not have a clear answer uh, from the scholars is to stay away from whatever it is until we get a clear answer. Now, to get a clear answer, we also need scholars with the technical competence to be able to give rulings like this. And you cannot give rulings on a matter that you do not understand. So, therefore, um, we need scholars who can understand uh, these matters. And this is not a simple matter of saying, uh, as a scholar, I don't need to know all this stuff. I can always ask an expert. The problem with technology going going forward as technology develops is that, even to understand an expert requires a certain amount of basic knowledge from yourself. To give you a simple example, uh, if I asked a neurologist uh, to explain to me um, OCD, for example, or uh, bipolar, uh, the bipolar, um, you know, uh, I'm suddenly forgetting the name of uh, is it called a syndrome or something anyway but you know what i mean so um or schiz- which is one form of schizophrenia uh, if i ask a neurologist to explain that to me a neurologist can do that in in, in you know he, he can probably do that in 10 seconds flat but the point is that for me to be able to understand him uh, or her uh, simply knowing english is not sufficient uh, if he speaks in english i will have to I i must know something about uh, the way the brain wa- the brave, the way the brain functions something about mental illness I would need to have some basic knowledge to be able to understand that uh, if you explain if you ask me for example to explain to you uh, organization structure I would expect you to have some knowledge and understanding of how modern organizations are structured uh, because uh, otherwise to uh, bring you up from zero to whatever level uh, would just simply take too much of time and it would not be possible. So, we therefore need to train ulama uh, with the knowledge to be able to understand, uh, for example, blockchain, to be un- able to understand, for example, artificial intelligence or, uh, um, or or all these new technologies that are coming up. Uh, they need not be experts in them, but we need to have courses that give them a basic fundamental framework to be able to understand these things. So, that is one. Second thing is, uh, once we have such muftis, then they can give us the right rulings uh, with regard to these things. So I think this, this is a matter I would respectfully put at the feet of uh, our scholars of the world and say, please take this up. This is your responsibility. Um, put these, create these systems. Right now we don't have the teachers, we don't have the, uh, but all of that can be can be created provided there is an understanding of the need for it. Second thing is. Um, As I told him that, you know, obviously, um, buying something you don't own is not uh, or selling something you don't own is not permissible. Um, There are lots of people who sold the Eiffel Tower, for example, (laughs) the seller and the buyer. I mean, the buyers are fools, the sellers are charlatans um, because it doesn't belong to them. The important thing here is not any of that. What is important, I explained to him and I want to give you the example. In my view, a very simple or a, if simple to the point of being simplistic, perhaps, but imp- easy to understand, uh, web 1.0, 2.0, 3.0 is to imagine looking at a photograph of a shark, uh, looking at uh, watching a movie about sharks, and then watching a 3D movie of sharks. Now, if you uh, were to wire me up uh to ECG machines and uh, uh, eEG machines and so on and 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 wire up my my head uh, to measure electrical impulses uh, when my neurons are interacting uh, then you would find readings you would get you would get scans uh, and you would be able to see intense activity and this activity would be hugely intense when I am in a 3d uh, experience of watching this thing but at the end of the day, that shark in the 3D movie still can't bite me. So what are we looking at? Looking at this from an Islamic perspective, we are looking at more and more sophisticated manifestation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's word, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, al Dunya Illa mata um, That the life of this world is, is really deception. And what these evolutions of the web are doing in a way I don't mean for a minute that this is deception as in people wanting to deceive no it's not that people are, are, are the, the good people and we, we owe them a lot uh, for all the wonderful work they are doing and there is a huge 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 positive element in all of this what I mean is that it has the tendency and it has the, the capacity to um, to twist our minds to make us think in certain ways to deceive us into believing certain things and we see we see that happening right now as i speak with social media itself now imagine what metaverse is going to do imagine what interacting with holograms is going to do uh, imagine what just see how the difference uh, there was a time when you stood in a line in a post office to make an international call and you had to yell and s- scream over the line to be heard we went from there to making mobile calls, uh, but still voice calls on mobile phones. And we thought that this was the ultimate of technology. Uh, There was at that time simultaneously video conferencing that was available. But if you wanted to do a video conference and I've I've done, uh, Alhamdulillah, my generation has lived through uh, perhaps uh, some of the most phenomenal changes and the very, very rapid changes in all kinds of ways and so i can i can talk with personal experience about all these things uh, we lived through a time when you could make a video uh, a video conference call but you had to go into a special facility for that you had to pay a lot of money for that and then you sat in this air conditioned room and uh, there were cameras and, and so on and so forth and you saw people on a television screen in front of you today we do that from our phones uh, on telegram on signal on uh, on whatsapp uh, there was a time when we when we use Skype. I I think I've forgotten what is what Skype is. Uh, now we have Zoom for, for uh, multi people meetings, uh, hundreds of people if you want. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that we do on Zoom can be done uh, also on, uh, on I mean the, the the at least the speaking stuff can be done on, on WhatsApp and so on. Uh, may may not be file sharing and stuff. So the point I'm making is that the way technology has changed. Uh, we are going from to making things more and more easy. But obviously also it, the, the illusion of reality is also that that much stronger. So as we go forward, one of the most important things to remember is that all of these are illusions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this in order to test us. The best example of that I can give you is read Surah Al-Nawal. The story of, of, of Suleyman and I'm not talking about him talking to the birds and flying through the air. I'm talking about the bringing of the throne of Bilqis from the kingdom of Sabah which was in uh, uh, present day uh, probably Rubal Khali of Saudi Arabia or further south in, in Yemen uh, to Palestine which is over a, dist- a distance of over a thousand miles. Uh, bringing this actual throne and the throne was supposed to be this magnificent, massive structure uh, made of gold and all kinds of stuff and and jewel jewels, started with jewels and so on. Uh, the jinn, the Efreetu Minal Jinn, he said, I will, uh, before your majlis uh, ends, I will bring it and I am Kabiul Amin. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, there was a man among them who simply said, there was a man among them who simply said, Before, he just said, he said to Surah, Alaihi just look away and there was a throne. The blink of an eye, the throne was there in front of them. Now, what technology is that? Think about that. Here, we are not talking about metaverse. We are not talking about holograms. We are not talking about 3D films. Uh, We are not talking about artificial intelligence. We are talking about physically transporting a huge, massive material structure from point A to point B, a thousand miles apart. So, it is... Some form of uh dematerializing uh, the structure and uh, moving it uh through the air, I don't know, through through uh multidimensional space, uh what what was it that, that the man did? And doing that in this in the blink of an eye in an instant and reassembling it uh in front of Sulayban a. Now, the thing here is what was the reaction of the Nabi alayhi salam? Suleyman a.s. said, Hatha fadli rabbi. He did not say to the man, MashaAllah, sahibul karama, this man is a great wali of Allah, and so on and so on. No. He said, he did not even talk about the man. He immediately saw, this is the khudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said, Hadha min fadli rabbi. He said, this is the fadl of my Rabb. Jalla jalla The whole thing, the fact that he gave me people like this among my riaya. Among my people, he gave the, he, he gave this, I wanted this to happen, he made it happen. Then he said, Which Allah has sent to test me, to see if I am thankful or not thankful. Thankful or not thankful. Now, this is what we have to understand. That no matter what the technology, at the end of the day, so, first of all, we are thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, whatever the technology of the day, this is because Allah, this is something that Allah has sent to test us to see if we will be thankful or we will not be thankful. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand this world and understand what is in it in a way which is pleasing to Him and that we continue to live our lives in a way which is pleasing to Him.